Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Sass. And you're listening to The Last Stretch, a sports podcast. Welcome back, Saps. Hey, Mel. How's it going? I'm, I'm What's sad. new? I'm What's sad. New, Mel? I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah. So as everyone knows, um, well, probably if you've been on Twitter that the CWHL has folded, which is the league I was a part of um, as a player for Le Canada Den. You too has some yeah. affiliation, obviously. <laughs> some degree of affiliation. Yeah, I was, was the media relations manager. And it was very weird to talk about it now in the past sense, having ha- past tense, sorry, having to say former Media relations manager, former players. It's been a weird couple of days. Let's yeah, go with that. My blood is boiling. Yeah. Anyways, we have a couple extra guests today, so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hi, everyone. My name is uh, Karen Emar. I'm a, uh, I guess, uh, I was a player for Les Canadiens de Montréal, and uh, I'm a uh, PA rep, uh, or I was a PA rep for the CWHL. <laughs> <laughs> former, God. Former PA. And hello, everyone. I'm Emma Martin, and I'm also... A player with the Canadien, and this was my first year with them, so I was new to the league. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just like still <laughs> shocking. And now yeah. that we finally get a moment to talk about it, I'm really fired up. Yeah. So I think we're going to start off to just debunk what happened Sunday. Okay. So <laughs> personally, this is what how it went down for me. Uh, Karel, being our PA, sent us an email, goes, Oh, there's a league wide conference call on Sunday. And I think we got this, was it Friday, Kex? Uh, Friday night, yeah. And then a following email with uh, information on Saturday. On how to log in um, Saturday. <laughs> and I remember, Kex, we had this conversation. I was like, yep. we were together at the show. It's either good news or real bad news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think I was like, let's uh, get ready for the worst. You know, maybe a team is leaving. Yeah, maybe- uh, honestly. Okay. We're just going to say what I thought was coming down the pipeline. I go, China's out. We're going to lose maybe a little bit of funding. And my concern was like, okay, I could handle that. Like we've played for like no money before. And I'm going to be honest, three grand playing hockey is like negligible in my life. I do it because I love it. But I did not expect them to be like, welcome to the conference call. We are ceasing operations. (laughs) (laughs) And reading us a text. Um, Exactly. That was read twice, by the way. Because uh, I got the speech first, and then you guys got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but keep going, Mel. Sorry. That's no, your, no, no. It's good. Part. Yeah. So let's say how it went down. So basically, as a player, um, Emma's the same, and I think you got the same email, Safia, right? I had no email. Well, no we'll get email. to my story oh, shortly. Oh my god. Okay. So as a player, I get an email that there's a conference call at ten. So I dial in at ten, and a I knew Cax that you probably had probably been on the call before because it said. Like, the automated uh, moderator was like, we're going to start session two. And I was like, session two? Did I miss session one? I was like, am I in the right conference call? I was legit confused. I was like, session two. Anyways, and then, yeah, basically, um, board of directors gave a little speech. Jana Hefford gave a little speech and then just sort of laid it on us that the league was ceasing operation due to an unsustainable economic model which was the verbatim that they kept spitting at us despite like a lot of pressing questions which a for me was frustrating because i was like 
I wanted answers and obviously all they kept saying is like, oh, it's not a, a viable economic model anymore, but I have hope for women's hockey because we had a really great year. Viewerships were really up, especially during the Clarkson Cup final. And, you know, they kept reiterating they have hope and that there's a lot of people out there to support us. I'm like, okay, then if it's a financial issue, which is a question I asked on the call, like, is this a financial issue? And then again, the verbatim of, it's just a not, it's not a sustainable and viable economic model. The business model is not working anymore. Yeah, which tells me, like, it's true. they're hiding behind semantics, Absolutely. which either they know something that they're not telling us, which is, like, so frustrating, or they really just, like, don't give a shit anymore, and we're just like, I'm done. I don't know. Arshvit, <laughs> maybe. Who knows? We, we, we hope... Uh, or we like to think that we hope they did it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe no, to get like, out honestly, of the way, but yeah. Like, I, I, agree, think, I think they're just hiding behind some antics. And um, we were all on a group chat on our phones via this conference call, too. And I, I kind of stated, it. I said, maybe we'll find out more about the background of this decision on May 2nd. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously right now the board of directors, which are all people that like, I mean, they care about women's hockey. They wouldn't be on it. So like, I'm not sitting here saying that. It was done maliciously. It's just like, this sucks as a player. And I'm hoping that maybe May 2nd, when they aren't bound by the CWHL anymore because it's completely dissolved at that point, we're going to find out more information. Mm-hmm. But that was a tough blow. That was my Sunday. Um, <laughs> we had, They opened up the floor to some questions. So obviously, I dialed in right away. <laughs> one four. <laughs> I have a question. Let's Press not forget. I didn't you have a question. <laughs> the line is now open for Melanie DeRocher. Yeah, yes. yeah. Is that we what you heard, heard on your end? I didn't even know what I was going to ask yet, but I was like, I'm probably going to come up with something. <laughs> but yeah, we that was it. that was how I found out Sunday. So, Saps, how, how, how did it go down for you? No email. That's crazy. As Unless it ended up rep. in my junk mail. But at this point, it doesn't matter. But yes, uh, I was asleep when uh, <laughs> until like about 10 a.m. because I was out late the night before as I was turning 26 on Sunday. So <laughs> I was like, I'm going to treat myself and sleep in. And I'm on a group chat. Uh, with a couple of friends from Concordia, who uh, one of uh, one of whom, Julian McKenzie, host of the Scrum podcast, uh, thought my birthday was on Saturday. So then on Sunday, he goes, OK, I'm going to take this. Uh, try this again. He's like, I think it's someone's special day. So I was like, ha yeah, thank you. And then five seconds later, he's like, um, what is this? So he sends me a link and I'm still like half as I'm like, out- yeah, because I'm pretty sure they they actually tweeted at 10:20. Yeah, no, I found they out definitely after tweeted it came because out. on the conference call I was yeah just we, like scrolling our, our through PA was going nuts. I was like, scrolling yeah. through my Twitter feed and that's when it broke. And then obviously like my phone blew up because yeah. my mom's like, "What's happening?" Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly crazy. It. So you found out online. Basically. I found out online. Wow. So I see media release and I'm oh like, "Oh, I'm like." Media, Sunday media morning. girl gets media. <laughs> yeah, basically, I get media. So I look and I see the CWHL ceasing operations, and I, I literally had to read it like three times to, to, to make sure I was reading it right because I couldn't believe what was happening. And so immediately, well, I, two things. <laughs> My reflex was 
April Fools? <laughs> I literally, like, it's a Same. dumb thing, but I was like, but why would they put so much effort into something like this? Yeah. <laughs> so I was what like, a bad joke. No, it, it ain't April Fools. So then my second reflex is, okay, let me call Meg, Meg Hewings, our GM, to be like, what the hell is going on? So I call her and I'm like, uh, so what's, uh, what's, what's up? <laughs> what's going on? And she's like, it's not good. Um, you know, and then she basically told me the news and, Obviously, she had no idea either. And that's the thing. No one knew. Like, no one that's, knew. That's what blows my mind that, like, I, I could get the players not knowing. But I thought the information was going to be disseminated, like, through the hierarchy. Yeah. But no, it was a major blow for everyone. Yeah. And then the fact that, like, no one knew, saw it coming, which is, like, what what were the directors doing in in their office in meeting? Like, yeah. I just there was some advice to or, or some people that did say like say it before the girls are leaving for worlds. Mm-hmm. Like say it before, and <clears throat> they didn't really took it or they didn't take it the way they should have in my mind. Mm-hmm. As far as like mm-hmm. um, giving us a little bit of time to actually like come together as a group yeah. while they're not overseas somewhere. Um, and for sure, because I I you know like yeah. as big a blow. I know like. How do you feel I, as a world, like as a national player, you're on a plane and you hear yeah, this and you yeah. can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You you can't even follow the conversation. Yeah. You, no, you're, you're or they got there and they were on the call, but it was like whatever, how late it was yeah. for them. I just, uh, there was things that could have been done better, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and, and like, I know Meg would have loved to have us all together and her deliver the news. Oh like, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, at the same time, like you, you, in a sense, I kind of like that they did it. So she didn't have to bear the bad news yeah, to but, us in a, but if in a we way. could have been together right like right. I, like i was just in my kitchen like just kind of oh, like i was driving to my parents house what for do breakfast. i do now i was in bed yeah. <laughs> I literally like, i was like what emma where like on? i mean yeah. she our media person yeah. is yeah. hearing it Sorry, through we're, media. we're hijacking that just your story no, okay, totally right, fine. i mean that was essentially it and then i hopped on the call but like towards the end and even though i knew it was going on for a while i could tell that they were spewing the same nothing that they were saying the same verbatim yeah, yeah. over no, and over exactly and i was literally driving in the car with another teammate jen bannon and we were on our way back to montreal after spending a weekend in vermont mm-hmm. can you tell and us what you thought the call was going to be about because it's so yeah, yeah. Was <laughs> let's best. just delve right into Gold. this story shall we <laughs> oh my goodness so <laughs> this part's so funny this could not be on the polar opposite of the spectrum but so uh bannon and i were kind of like pointing ideas back and forth being like okay this conference call like what is this about and only good things in our head we're like okay like they must be like either expressing about how the league has done so well this year or and then we got this idea (laughs) okay so maybe maybe the Clarkson Cup maybe something about the Clarkson Cup like Calgary something went wrong with Calgary and maybe even drug testing maybe that yeah oh Calgary doesn't have this Clarkson Cup anymore. <laughs> it's ours. We're getting a, we're getting an announcement to the entire league that we're winning Clarkson Cup. <laughs> we're like five minutes I and it starts. It. Here we go. Five minutes and then five minutes later. No, 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 no. No more Clarkson Cup. <laughs> no more Clarkson Cup. And I almost did the exact same thing, thing as you, Safia. I looked at my phone and was like, it has to be April yeah. Fool's. Like, what is happening right That's now? It. Complete denial. Because you just don't want to believe it. No, exactly. And like... Like, it was your first year, Emma. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Cax and I, I've I at least had three years, and, I, like, I still want to play. Like, I, I was telling, like, a, a friend, like, basically the the saddest nude for me was that, like, every year I'm not sure if I'm going to keep playing. Just, you know, work is, it's totally a lot, you know? And I have everything. a new job, yeah, yeah. one that, like, is really going to drive my career and one I'm passionate about, but it's time-consuming. 
But every year I get to make that choice. I was like, the saddest part for me is like, I was just robbed of that right to make a choice when I want to quit playing professionally. I was like, did I just play my last professional game and didn't know it? Mm-hmm. Is that the mm-hmm. last time I get to try my hardest at a sport? Because yeah. you don't get to try hard in beer league. No, <laughs> no one likes that person. <laughs> exactly. No and for me, that. being a first year in the league, just to bounce off that idea, but being like a first year in my first year in the league, I should say, um, I kind of was just taking it all in day by day. Mm-hmm. And you know, and then when you're experiencing something like that, you you kind of think about the future. You're like, okay, this is my first year. This is how it went this year, running ideas. Yeah. But it's like, oh, we still have years to come. Yeah. There's still you, so much to learn. First year is like your test yeah. run. Like you get to see yeah, what it's yeah, like. Absolutely. And then second year, and really. Just, you don't fully like you live like, it in yeah. a way. No. Versus like your second year is like, hey, you know what to expect. You're in it. And yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's exactly how I felt. So I, again, kind of what Mel said, I felt robbed of my future experiences that I wish I could have had, but or hopefully do have, but. I uh, I uh, got the call the first session. I was <laughs> yeah, part of the part, first session. Part one. one. Yeah. So special the, girl. <laughs> they actually only uh, asked the, the PA and the GMs, I believe. Um, and um, we were all there waiting kind of, and this little lady operation or operator um, was talking. No one was talking at first. It started at 8.40 even, at uh, 9.40, sorry. And uh, knowing that we had the 10 o'clock conference call across mm-hmm. the league so we're like okay let's get going in a sense and so they start by saying we have this sad news basically and then boom the news go down goes down that the c-dub is seizing uh yeah everything anyways you guys all said it so we're all like the first text i got was wtf from the pas we're like whoa okay what does that mean and then yeah. we only got to ask four questions it was so rushed it was like that that to me was like a frustrating part because we couldn't even warn you guys either mm-hmm. um i sent a text quickly saying this is bad like to the, the yeah. group and i think we were already kind of like signing into the call at 10 um just expect this news to be a bad one and technically like the questions you asked the questions the national players were asking everyone were like really concerned about okay you're telling this now you're telling us like you're giving this news what is next like is there a transition plan that's, is there that's mm-hmm. the is most frustrating yeah. thing because like like everything was hidden behind semantics absolutely it goes it's not a viable economic model we have a lot of hope for women's hockey yeah mm-hmm. people want women's hockey there's a lot of support out there but it's like okay you're telling me two contradictory things you basically just said Okay, the model's not working. If it's just a model thing, like, wouldn't we be kind of like, okay, the model's not working and we can't get out of being like an NGO, essentially. Or we're switching. Like, yeah, we're so we'll go everything now and then we're getting into exactly. something else. Exactly. Like, like we're going we're gonna, to, you know, dissolve the league yeah. because we want to build something else. But, like, tell us, like, oh, that's the next. Don't worry, guys. We got a game plan. Like, we're just changing names, essentially. And I don't know about you guys, but the answers, too, were, like, it's up to the players individually to choose where they want to play next year and then I was like I'm sorry like in my own mind I'm like absolutely not it is not us individually it's us as a group now because honestly like midway through the first call people are like hey we need to find a solution clearly there's no transition like we asked those questions and then the answers of the business model was given to us that's it so we're like okay action plan like we need to get going we need to get the players together and to be honest with you we kind of switched gear from hey we have a huge problem to this is a great opportunity to actually 
do something with it. Yeah. As mm-hmm. I'm driving to my parents' house to have this little breakfast as this diner how like diner place <laughs> of like 20 spots max, yeah. you know, we're thinking about how we can change hockey. How like, we can I, change I women's hockey. I have not hockey, been you know? able to focus. No. Oh, work yeah. has been work has been so, so back hard. Burner. I had back a quiz. Right I had a quiz on Tuesday on month. I thought it was on Tuesday. Yeah, it was on Monday out. night. <laughs> turns out it was on Monday night. And we have a project due next week. And I can tell you, like, I was like, sorry, guys, it's a team project. And I'm overwhelmed with mm-hmm, everything. Yeah. And it's not even overwhelmed. I'm just like, we have to be so on. And we have to also answer questions because there's so many speculations. Mm-hmm. There's so uh, many things that are unclear. And we need to stop assuming. Like, yeah. Yeah. And uh, can we just jump in on how much media is loving this? Like, uh, as far as they're like, yes, why, why isn't women's hockey uh, popular? Y- you know what? Tell me that, like, six months ago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's know. the most frustrating part for me yeah. is, like, obviously we have, like, a lot of loyal, like, media family that follow us. And thankfully for them, they've always put in the effort and they're covering yeah. this story. But there's, like, A, so many stories going along right now. B, I'm finding out all this stuff live too so yeah. i don't know what's happening right. mm-hmm. and you know what i mean it's it's just taking extra effort to reassure everyone that like hey everyone just sit tight absolutely sit yeah. tight we got something else to focus on like we have like all the girls are you know in in finland right now about to play world championships mm-hmm. yeah. like like they, they if, don't need to be thinking about if, that if we just go back to like the timeline that what just happened like it's only wednesday right it feels know, like i've done this like for like a, like, year. a month yeah. or something like <laughs> couldn't agree I, more i yeah. don't know how many i'm pretty sure danielle savagio told me she had 39 interviews on oh monday and tuesday God. 39 Yo, okay i'm i'm about like 17 to 23 like we don't know anymore and, and like okay let's be honest you had 17 to 23 I think that's how many more, interviews have you had regarding the Clarkson Cup or any other no. aspect of our game. But I was going to go even bigger. That's more than I have had in four years at yeah. the C Dub. Yeah, like yeah. in the C Dub as a rep, like for the past three years. This is the first time. Like obviously, we're shining lights on on the faces of hockey and whatnot. But that the representative, the players too, are yeah. part of this. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. and not to switch gear to go that way, but it's just a sense of. Right now, everyone's covering it. Right now, this is good, okay? But please take the time to, like, analyze what you're shooting in the media as well, too. Yeah. Like, the bomb that uh, was shot in the air exploded to do nothing from the NWHL yesterday created uh, what I thought yesterday was going to be calm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Fire. I got. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got like twelve calls no nonstop while Should I was on a conference call. we just get into the call. end of but right let, now? Let's, yeah. I, before we get to the end of, I would like go to the the Sunday night and how um, before that, like you guys had so many questions as players. We're trying to like mm-hmm. inform Time. everyone. We're we're also trying to like okay, we we need to like make sure the NWHL knows that their reality is about to change too. Like they probably don't feel it, and mm-hmm. it's normal. Like. Mm-hmm. It, it was always a little bit like the C dub versus the N dub. Like which yeah, one is best? A little and bit, but like at the bottom, like at the end of the day, players every, knew. Yeah, players every knew. women's yeah. hockey player wants the the same goal Absolutely. at the end of the day. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Some are very, and we're all very loyal to our leagues, or we were uh, by any means. And I think that in a sense, two people were able to see the bigger pictures, and we were going totally. to see some changes already mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. coming up, like this coming up year. And just to follow up on that, Cax, I think what was really important was something that you addressed right away was that moving forward in the media, 
as former players of the CWHL, we wanted as players to have a united message and we like moving forward, we wanted to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And that was super important yeah. from the get go. Um, especially considering the amount of media attention it's been getting. We don't want to have a million different ideas out there mm-hmm. as players. Cax addressed it right away. Everyone post this. Let's get yeah. this going. This is what's important yeah. right now. And let's make sure it's like addressable to the media. Which is which is good. I think like we mobilized quite well between like Knox and UCAX because like my initial thing was like okay I have like we all motivated we have energy mm-hmm. we're like okay shit news how do how do we move forward how do we proceed but when you sort of like the hierarchy of the system you've been a part has dissolved you're like not sure where to put your energy and like you and Noxie did such a good job just mm-hmm. like okay everyone referred to their like yeah. PA and I was like okay I'm just gonna go with what CAC's saying retweet everything Knox is saying like totally (laughs) no that's important though and just on that like you know we wanted to start something before worlds we wanted to like get or show everyone and we're going to show that the unity is there Mm -hmm. uh, as far as the players goes with the GMs of the C-dubs and and on like clearly the press release yesterday kind of clarified that yeah um but at the same time, we also wanted to kind of get a movement going. Um, and that will probably happen after Worlds. I want mm-hmm. you all to know, like, yeah. something will happen. It's not going to be dramatic or anything, but you will see how united we are, mm-hmm. actually. And, um, you know, it's it's something that we didn't have all the pieces together before the girls left for Worlds or before they needed to actually focus. Like, yeah. I mean, we've never heard of that, but there is a little meeting between Canada and U.S., at Worlds in Finland. That never happens. Yeah. This is like they don't, fighting territory. They don't, they don't, exactly. They're on the battlefield Chat, you know? right yeah. now. There's nothing happening usually. And and that happened. So and that's a sign. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's bigger than us. It's bigger totally. than us. The European girls too. Everyone's thinking like, what what the fuck's happening? If things aren't working in North America, like how, how are we supposed to grow the sport I mean, we love? I don't know about you guys, but I want to create something that they come over and they play in our league. And and they Definitely. should like Definitely. they should not have the right there. to like come come here and live their life if they want. Yeah. And not be like, hey, anyone yeah. wanna give me a work visa? Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> we may be yeah. biased, but I truly stand on that fact that the CWHL had an amazing fan base and something mm-hmm. girl, so talent so much talent. Yeah. So for me, it's important to stay in Canada. Yeah. And there is a lot of good to build off of what we had in the 12 years of the C-Dub. I've only been here my second year. But I think that, you know, going back to what you guys are saying about a unified message from everybody, whether mm-hmm. it's how the players feel about it, whether it's how the GMs, it's also, you know, the staff within the team appreciate it too because i know for a fact that when the nwhl news broke uh on tuesday and by by the time this episode comes out it'll be monday uh april 8th but you know so on april on april 2nd basically when the nwhl came out saying that you know they're ready to expand into canada i tell you staff was freaking out everyone's freaking out on the internally everyone was freaking out on sunday we had a staff meeting uh monday evening very quickly like what i really like about despite this awful news in a way like we have mobilized very fast we've been all in communication whether it's amongst the players amongst the staff it's been really good but i think everyone needs to remain united and Mm -hmm. that's the first step for everything absolutely and that's what you know the media also needs to understand is that rash decisions why would we make that that just makes no sense and and just like all the media requests we've been getting and stuff it's just kind of like i was like hey we're sitting tight we're regrouping. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I was like, here's Kagari Mal's number. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in much. Keep calm and call Kagari. And, and, and to be honest with you, I, I kind of got uh, 
I kind of ended up being the French porte-parole uh, yeah. per se of the NWHL, uh, the CWHL. <laughs> well, and to be honest with you, it's not even the CW or the yeah. NW. It's I've been the, I'm the person, the spoken whatever the spokesperson. Spokesperson. Yeah. Thank you, Safia. No little French here um, <laughs> for the pro players, mm-hmm. and I. I uh, you name Liz Knox and I there's Alexis Miller too in there and then we we were in very good conversation with Anya uh, that is the PA on the other side of the end but even players on that side the NWHL are like contacting us and then even mentioning things on how it went down yesterday and they they're not necessarily in agreement and they with how don't, it's happening they don't really like know either yeah. no they, like, they I've have had no players clue. they're like from the end of you know old friends and stuff they're like what is happening? <laughs> and I and think that that's like why been my reaction. That's what why, like you're saying, happening? like I think we've been clear on our side. Mm-hmm. I think that the media, the Canadian media, has been awesome. I also think that yeah. yesterday we had our first um, interview with New York Times. Okay, and what? I, I, Liz Knox had that, and that's I think that in that sense, we need to also educate those players because technically what are they hearing we don't really know mm-hmm. we do know that Anya is doing a, a great job at trying to get their opinions in making sure everyone's on the same page we are all meeting up after worlds we are talking all PAs mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot and then players that are communicating with us if they're communicating with you and you have the answers then tell them you know it, yeah. we're it's we're right now it's the education part of the whole process we're educating people as far as like journalists we basically just need like a women's hockey pa like that's that's what we need right now like what it's what do we want as players you know what i mean what do we need Mm -hmm. and that will happen like it there's a task force that's been formed too like with personalities and and for sure people from outside and then us players and whatnot like it's already in place the support is still needed from from other places we have lawyers that will be involved too and stuff but we need to know that all together we'll be able to do something and without yeah, each yeah. other we're, mm-hmm. we're nothing yeah either. I, think I mean it, I think it shows the maturity of our league itself because not only did we not crumble whatsoever we're keeping that line of communication strong mm-hmm. I feel more together than I ever have really yeah the moment that the league folded Cax I'm pretty sure or Niter wrote in the group and said we got this. We're we're together, girls. We're in this together. And like, I mean, yeah, I think Hillary just said while she's at World, just like, hey, no worries, guys. This is gonna be tough, but we're gonna do this together. I mean, to me, that was like, like, okay, I'm gonna league. be okay. Like, it's I'm like gonna leave. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I was like, I hate Markham, but like, not not so much but anymore. Love them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I look, like her sister teams. I'm like, you know what? Respect. I know. All the comms people are like, hey. Uh, all the Twitter accounts, <laughs> all the like Twitter the Toronto account. Yeah. account is killing me. I will tweet I forever from the Fury. Toronto Fury's sad face immediately after the news broke. Just the sad. I, face. I also like yeah. this is going to be a uh, a thing we'll have to face too after. Like since the C Dub is like seizing all mm-hmm. operations and stuff, those Twitter accounts are gone. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh this is so that thing. intelligence. What happens okay. With so everything. So yeah. we don't know as far as like some logos uh, belongs to our friends in the NHL. Yeah. So the Habs, uh, some Maple Leaf, I believe, in Calgary, for sure. Um, Markham and Worcester, Worcester um, <laughs> are, I think, uh, in. we need to see the legality of it all, but I think belongs to the CWHL yeah. itself. What happens when like, it's something like that dissolves, though? Like, 
do they lose the right to those the names inter- or are they up for I think sale? They call, what is it What's called? It? Like the followers. It's the intelligence uh, oh, properties or whatever. Yeah. The, intellectual property. Intellectual yeah, properties. But like, so those are gone. We do not have access to the Toronto Furries account or the Montreal Les Canadiens account soon. Yeah. We so, haven't posted. So, so, actually, so that, that's verified, the that, veri- yeah. that verified check mark that yeah. we all have now with our accounts because of the followers yeah. we no, have do you remember is gone not us but like the our, our organization right? like yeah. they can add the verified yeah i believe toronto had it and a, a bunch no, of no, us in this toronto, <laughs> this is the funniest tweet no they did it all season they, long all they're season? like hey like it's valentine's day want to give us a check mark like, and, and, <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> so there was a tweet yesterday it was like props to remem- sammy joe small yeah. on this she's, she's been a no, true pro the tweet that made me laugh so hard like and i'm laughing out of sadness but it was remember when all we wanted was, <laughs> was a check mark, mark? <laughs> no okay. shout out to Alyssa. she does their their toronto furies account she is the like pop. i laughed <laughs> true comedian right there like cried i was like, like shoot yeah reality has changed it was uh when the social and like all the comms people found out about you know you can't really post so much anymore i saw um calgary's social girl went on her personal account and she basically was like okay my boss kristen hag yeah we can't post on our accounts anymore she's like me what are they gonna do fire me <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yeah, well point. honestly yeah, th- this, this podcast this podcast Meg. like when yeah. i wanted to start it we kind of had boundaries so that Kate we had to agree that we were not going to talk about women's hockey just because we know so much yeah we'll talk a little bit but like there was obviously a conflict of interest but exactly no longer how about we actually start telling people that we need to switch over to a new account so we keep our fans so we keep them updated so we keep them going with mm, us like the support needs to like keep on on like like surfing that wave with us like come and stay with us you basically we're gonna lose that that little social support and it needs to come like that's such a it's not a big deal but we need to like think no it's a it's a Mm -hmm. huge deal i mean like the only like so social media invisibility is what drives sports like people were like oh why didn't women's hockey like cwhl succeed and it, it comes down to visibility like if I swapped all the TV shows talking about the Habs and put it about <laughs> Les Canadiens, we would build fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, people who sit there and say, oh, there's just not a market for it. You know, it, sports is a market. It's a business, Flash news, people. There's a market for it. <laughs> but, and you guys love it. Yeah. No, but the thing is, like, if you don't invest in showing people the product, yeah. like, I know our product's good. And I know it will speak for itself. But people have to have access to it. Like, it's hard to watch our games, and it shouldn't be. Like, Mm -hmm. I was in San Francisco for work, first game of playoffs Friday, and I tried to log on to the YouTube feed to watch my team play, and it didn't fucking work. And I had to watch it via a live Twitter feed. Robin. Robin. Shout out to Robin Flynn. She is First star of that game, honestly. Yeah. She got the sitting in the stands and going like this. And she was doing play-by-play. She was doing play-by-play. I was sitting in the airport watching it. And it was good. Like, good job. But, like, it shouldn't be that hard. Let's be honest. It shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be that hard. Like, my parents have a hard time watching Even our games buying sometimes. tickets shouldn't be that hard. It should be one click away because people yeah. do not want to waste time trying to find places to go. Yeah. Let's be honest. They want to yeah. click on the one link and they get to a place mm-hmm. where put your card number in here. Exactly. <laughs> and then that's it. Like, yeah. we need to facilitate that. Absolutely agreeing with that. And then at the end of the day, too, let's think about why we're doing it, right? We're doing it for the next generations. Like, we always say that. Well, if she can't see it, 
she can't dream to be she it. She can't yeah. be it. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's the truth, though. Because, like, when I... When we played, like, I played boys' league. Like, there was I didn't no, know there was a... There was no women's hockey, like, team for a long time. Like, I got changed in boiler rooms, referee closets, broom closets. And the only time I saw women play was at the Olympics. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, I didn't even know you could go to college on there? a scholarship. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what I mean? Now, every time we're on the ice and we see, like, everyone just go check out Noxie's, like, feed from Tuesday. Like, every time we see those little girls and they're excited to see us and they're like, wow, I want to do that. And you just robbed, you didn't, you robbed me of, like, the ability to play professional hockey right now. I mean, we will play again. We'll figure it out. But you robbed that little girl of her dream. Mm-hmm. that's the frustrating part mm-hmm. yeah well let's tell these girls that we're gonna be back we're coming oh, yeah. back we're coming back there's no we're not going anywhere in mm-hmm. a sense that we're gonna fight for them and if we get a chance to keep on playing and that was in your last game mel or whatever it is like we will make it happen yeah. um mm-hmm. we have the power right now as players uh because we're united and let's choose where we want to go let's not be desperate and choose something that will be a quick fix yeah versus and I think, versus the long-term thing where we can actually establish ourselves make it a true pro league make it a thing that will have the same values and the same fundamentals that we want to have and that will create that momentum for those young girls that will graduate and be drafted and be so pumped to be drafted first second third round we're pumped about it but yet there's a, a little feeling when you get drafted by the cwhl right now that or when you were getting drafted by the c-dub where it was like oh yeah but i chose to be in montreal and i chose this and there's yeah let's be in the league that pays you enough that you can actually move your stuff and be there for six months mm-hmm. yeah you know and truly have that pro life and yeah. totally and That's we're not we talking and guys for. i just want to make clear like we're not talking millions of dollars here our, at all. our whole league at was all. run on like 3.5 or something seven max pocket like, change that's what i said it was like, <laughs> like Emma, i was like that's a rich person's couch change totally like, 3.7 yeah. someone million? turned to me and they're like Are oh seven teams that's like six thousand six hundred thousand that's it and you're like i'm like Lunabar just donated a, like seven hundred thousand dollars we just need four lunabar companies yeah lunabar want to get in back off? <laughs> sending it your way girl <laughs> like should I mean, we just start a gofundme we could get to 3.7 honestly we'll run it ourselves it, it's silly that that's to be honestly this is not everything we need 3.7 was for operations let's be honest uh, i think that having a budget with that for operations and then having some kind of a business model that includes private ownerships or teams Marketing. that have their own budget and their mm-hmm. own market yeah. to market (laughs) to get sponsors to have partners um might be a good way to go i i do not have all the answers we're gonna like i said re kind of like convey and talk about all this but 3.7 million that's it and then let's make it better you know i yeah for sure like we definitely want and deserve more you know what i mean but like the fact that it's like like i knew our budget was small (laughs) when i realized it was 3.7 and it was like what and then the nhl goes we're gonna reinvest in the nwhl but it's not even a reinvest i know let's use the word distribution redistribute thousand dollars are you kidding me okay let's 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 (laughs) we alluded to that topic and let's go back to it a little bit so um the nhl the news with the nwhl the whole like bomb debunked twitter 
Yeah. All right. So Mel, before I I uh, I go there and whatnot, like, do you, do you guys have like the the statement hish that was like kind of like put out by yeah. uh, either the end up or um, I think there is a journalist actually that just went. So Bo- like, like she went kaboom like it was, it Emily was Kaplan I believe yeah, yeah, yeah. but this is this is how I found out too I was just sitting on my couch like trying to study for work and I read it <laughs> the NWHL announced today that our board has approved investment in two Canadian markets we expect to have teams in Toronto and Montreal this upcoming season and we'll be pursuing opportunities to work with current stakeholders and partners okay So when you get that, cool statement, all right, your board is like approving some movement, mm-hmm. which is great. Now the news takes that and then goes beyond that news or that only NWHL statement that was made yesterday and goes into, she's having conversation with Batman. She's getting more money. They're becoming the most financial And it just exploded. It just became like, yeah. oh my god, the NWHL is the new is the new thing, But and you NHL need to go, guys, mm-hmm. guys from the girls, hockey players, well, jump on board. That's the thing. People are like, oh, great news. And yeah. it's like, is I, it great news? The I, amount I just, of people that message me saying this is amazing, and yeah. I'm like, that is was it? Quick? Yeah, no. This so, does not feel legit. Here's the issue too, and and God bless all these people, but at the same time, like, just read a bit more. Like yeah. the the headline is great. Like honestly, is it is it a sexy move that like gets us potentially going who knows like yeah it's it's cool that that's happening okay my first move was like okay whoa let's read here and then it was like only two teams in canada i'm like okay that like we're 150 here yeah that's, like there's uh, one little issue like i was like teams Ooh. are gonna be saturated real quick and then yeah. and then on top of it not only they're saying montreal and toronto and then there's another like something that came out oh no it's montreal and calgary now so like you're right then i was like all right We need to take a step back and analyze this. And um, I just went with the Emily tweet, tweeter, Emily Kaplan, whatever, yeah. Emily Kaplan, that her tweet was, you know, NHL is going to be the, the most, I believe they, they the became biggest the biggest financial investment or in whatever. NWHL, mm-hmm. total 100,000. Mm-hmm. Total 100,000. You know where that's coming from? They were giving us $50,000. No, no, just, you, you mentioned it. They were giving us $50,000 and then giving them 50,000. In the conversation that, yes, Danny sat in a conversation with the NHL. True. Okay. Did or was she able to uh, negotiate? We don't know. Was she able to say, hey, if there's nothing else, can we get that 50,000 since there's no other league? Yeah, Danny, you can have it. Oh my God, you now become the biggest financial donor to our league. Cool, because they just took our money and put it there. Okay. Yeah. Let's be honest. Is it the greatest investment for them? I mean, it, it was already invested. Mm-hmm. Is it, it a big change. move? Yeah. It didn't change anything. They were giving that money anyways. And to tag along to that without punching them a little, their biggest investment was like max $40,000 from like Dunkin' Donuts. So of course with 50 or another 50 at $100,000, you become the biggest <laughs> yeah, financial yeah. supporter of the NWHL league. With that being said, I just think that we got way too excited way too quickly onto a topic that is unclear that... Honestly, the NHL made that big statement. Why wouldn't they announce it themselves that they're becoming the biggest supporter of the end up? Yeah. That's, yeah. The that's thing, my that point. Was my like yeah. first thought I was like, "Oh, has the NHL released a statement?" I went on their nope, nothing, nothing. you know, and so, and people need to like look where it's coming from. Like even Emily did all this and and all this information, but yet the end up only released a little bit of it because they don't want to be in trouble. Yeah. It wasn't us, it was the public. It was the journalist. Yeah. It was, you know, so I don't like like I said the statement was 
They met with their board, their own board. They agreed to expand. Okay. Um, and then in our press release, uh, we did mention that they had discussion, but there's no negotiation, paperwork, business, or there anything hasn't been any contact yeah. in Toronto or Montreal. Know. You know? So, like, when you look at that, it's a little bit confusing. Mm-hmm. It and basically then, says, oh, we're, we're willing to yeah. expand. They're yeah. just glamorizing no it. plan to do okay. anything. So, like, people it. jump on it. Oh, my God, you guys will have a spot to play. Yeah. Wait a sec. Yeah. There's no coach. There's no GM. There's no talk. And what Where is are we it, going? And it's like, <laughs> what does it look like? You know, wh- what would... What would the season look like? What would the travel look like? And they kind of mentioned the 23 games and all these things and the traveling part and stuff. But like, okay, so where is Calgary going? Where are all these Olympians going? Are they all coming to Montreal and Toronto and we're all kicked out of it? Like, well, that's is, the thing is, too. Is, <laughs> is, like, <laughs> uh, like, let's be honest, you know? And and in that sense, I mean, people, sadly, some people will will not be happy with whatever will be created or whatever will come up with. Um, by the September or mm-hmm. maybe by next year. Who knows, okay? But at the end of the day, this is, to me, if we join right away without any changes in the NWHL, because who knows, maybe they will be the most appealing group at some point if they change a lot, okay? <laughs> Let's be honest. If they, they don't have the best life over there, and if anyone wants to interview anyone, they should probably go and dig in and see what it's like over there with the NWHL. Mm-hmm. It's not paradise, okay? They have their issues like we did. Mm-hmm. It's normal. That's women's hockey. So why getting into a quick fix, like I mentioned earlier, yeah. getting into a lateral move, if not a little bit of a backward move because we're losing uh, four teams. So no, six teams, sorry. Yeah. You know, if we join in a sense. Yeah. And why not just hold on here? Let's stick together. We have the power. Let's not be desperate. And, like, let's think this through. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if they, like, felt pressured, the NWHL or something, but, like, if you were, like, seriously thinking, okay, like, let's see how maybe we can expand or something. Maybe sit on it for, like, a few weeks and think mm-hmm. about how would this actionably, like, actionably get done. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Two days post-ceasing operations of CWHL. They go, they yeah, made, we want Montreal yeah. Toronto. I'm like, okay. Um, like, two it's, seconds later. At the same time, like it's it's good that you want that. Cool, like it's a thought. But why do you need to announce it? Just wait it's till a, you have keep facts. It or just keep it internal because, like, a like I didn't I didn't love finding it. that out oh, no. on Twitter. Yeah. I was just yeah, like, wait, what's I happening? Because because again, like I don't know what's true. Like I don't know oh. what's true. I don't know if this is like like okay. Is is this the option? Is this what everyone's sticking with mm-hmm. you know thankfully like we're all in contact so we're all like yeah. talking about it again group chat blows up anybody see uh twitter but i honestly <laughs> yeah. i think it says a lot in the fact that i wasn't even excited when i saw the tweet i was like this just doesn't feel legitimate it just yeah. doesn't feel right no it's like um it's it's our news right now are taking it and we're like oh my god Ka- uh, corral sorry not cax corral can you comment on that and i'm like guys like Honestly, yeah, I can. But like, what do I think of that? Well, I don't know what to think of it. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I well, we need more info. Well, yeah, it's one, confusing that's in for itself. Sure, but then I, again, like, why is she doing it that way? Why is NHL not posting it? We'll take a look at how she announced it to the players. Like to me, that's not as respectful as what we deserve. We deserve more. And mm. to be honest with you, we gotta and like, don't I, tell me you don't have access to like our emails. All you have to do is like, okay, if I want to give the players a heads up. 
just contact our GMs. They'll give yeah. you the email list. And, well, that's and, it. You don't even contact the players the right away. You go through the GMs and you start having those conversations. And then on that side, like we're talking about us players on our side, like the CDA, but the NWHL players, like we mentioned it, were like, yeah, they were like, so like what's what? Happening? And what do you not mean? Only, not only what's happening, but they visit were. visit you next year? Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't know. They were like, what's happening? But more so like, we didn't like the way she did it. Like it was, and it, this was said on the radio, um, the Burke goalie from the Pride, Uh, who was also with the um, national team at uh, the series mm-hmm. uh, when it happened against Canada. It was like, I didn't love that uh, the NWHL came in like a predatorial vulture announcing an expansion two days after folding. Um, that's not entering them to these markets right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I sat on the meeting with the NWHL, CWHL, and Batman and Batman said he had no interest in taking over. And he has he also understand that the uh, NWHL has uh, litigation issues that the NHL wants no part of. She's saying that on the radio. Yeah. I mean, yeah. can we can we just calm down and like do our research with the end of a little bit? Yeah. You know, I, I think one journalist looked at me and he's like, it, it just doesn't smell, like it's not good, right? And I'm like, can I give you something here? Just, can you just research? Like just, and he looked at me, I'm like, no, don't take this wrong or anything, but like, go ahead, go online and just well, look, yeah. look at the it. Thing is, like, just no see one, what's up. No one is doing like a dig, big dig, like, sorry, a big dig into it. They're just taking other surface stuff that media posted. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's. In in one day, because he called me back later on, this, this guy, and, and in one day he found so much that I had nothing to say or nothing to tell him about that I was like, yeah, I think you're going into the right direction. Mm-hmm. And I think you should share that with your fellow journalists to mm-hmm. just like enlighten everyone that, you know, before you, you, it's, she's not a savior here, guys. Like, oh. and, and honestly, she might be at the end of the day though. Who don't, like I'm saying well, this right now, because right now in this situation, in the moment, how the league is, mm-hmm. it's not a savior. Like she's not saving us yeah, at all. No. So we need to work together right now as players, we have the bigger The upper hand. Yeah, the upper hand. Of it. <laughs> I didn't, I'm not going to go there, but the upper hand. And technically, we can make sure that we negotiate with her if we have to. Yeah. Like, we're going well, to get the, the best contracts just out of like, this. It's like, because right now, because like my thing right now is that, okay, if you have, we have hope right now right. and stuff. And I know we can mobilize as players, but the end of the day is like, we need investment. And because like we could, you know what I mean? We need investment. And my fear is that we're going to get to a point where people are going to get jittery because they're like, okay, I need to play. Because like, honestly, some people, A, still need to play. National players still need to play. I'm not going to lie. I could stop playing hockey. I'm going to be very upset about it. Well, there's no way. But my life goes on. Let's be honest. There's no way Hockey Canada and Hockey USA are not doing something. Mm -hmm. One. Two, I've never had calls with so many people that I would have never expected to ever sit down with that one to sit down with us yeah well that's like, what i'm saying like huge something needs to happen and it's happening in a timely fashion or else people are gonna be like okay well that's why I've, is april the, 15, the only option like no april 15 is kind of the date and i i get i get what you're saying like people are like okay it needs to come but right now I mean, the, it doesn't need to come now it's been no three days. <laughs> and let's be honest like in three days the calls that we've been getting and is is like amazing Mm -hmm. it's it's extraordinary and i think sadly they knew we were in trouble they knew we needed help as far as hockey like women's hockey was but they didn't know how much how many times were you like but you make money how much do you make and they don't know right when you get a job and they're like 
wait, you play professional hockey? Why are you here? You're like, yeah. oh yeah, and like people I don't can't live my life off three thousand. Don't know the reality. It's like it's like anything. Like you see, you know, a family that is in trouble but still has a car, still has internet, still has everything. And I'm not gonna go there, but let's say we don't have a house anymore. Lake Canadian, we don't have CWHL, no nothing. Then it's easier to like, holy crap, mm-hmm. let's help them. Yeah, and but I hope it's shocking. That's I hope great way that put it. the media right now, who is giving us the attention, will continue to give us the attention we deserve when we are to okay. Be, you know, yeah, when we're doing to, well again, because. Again, it's it comes down to visibility. Like I'm telling you, if you made the Habs that hard to watch, people aren't gonna go fishing the internet <laughs> to go find them. I mean, you have 15 channels that probably can repass and oh, pass yeah, yeah, exactly. and talk about the Le- Le- Habs. You know, exactly. It's like throw us like a 15 minute. <laughs> like, what am I watching right now? Oh, this guy is talking about something, but I I don't really care about it. But it's about the Habs. It's marketing. Know? It's marketing. Like we all know that. Like if I always tell you guys this. If you're a coder out there, I wanna I wanna hire you to hack all the Twitter algorithms, all the Facebook <laughs> algorithms, to just like bombard people's lives just with learn. women's hockey. And I tell you, after a year, we're gonna have a lot of fans. Well, <laughs> I have your answer. Just become a coder. Yeah, like, I just, am gonna learn. This, this is summer, up to you. So. But I think it's important what we're doing right now, putting our perspective out there. Like that's mm-hmm. gonna continue to put us in the spotlight. It's gonna show the media platforms. This is what you need to be saying. This is like it's an important movement that's yeah. happening. And, and what you're saying with the media keep on covering us, like, we're not going to let it in their hands either. Some Like, we're going to create the wave, and they're going to have to write it with us. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing For that sure. we need to keep on pushing. And, and that is the positive thing about this situation. Totally. And I you think know? that's how we have to look at it at this point. For sure. Like, it's something's going to happen. Can you speak, Cax? Because, like, we've been hearing, it's been in the media, and I heard it a couple times, a secret investor in Toronto. Can you speak to that? Yeah, so there's a, a group uh, of investors from Toronto that raised uh, some kind of interest in in, uh, in investing in the next, like, whatever it might be. Um, we're, we're still being very... Um, cryptic? Not cryptic, but open to it. We're open to anything and, any, and anyone, to be honest, at this time. And I think that the... Why I'm saying that is that we do not want to shut any doors. Uh, we want to keep our... our like doors wide open and our opportunities open uh, but at the same time we want people that have the right values and, and so you can come with a bag of money and you can have the worst attitude in the world and we'll turn you like it's it's yeah, no, I, sure. I think because you ha- you the foundation that whatever comes next we need to establish needs it. to be strong because mm-hmm. we all know if you you have a shit foundation it's going to crumble eventually yeah. my question is like so let's say we do have investors or someone who's anybody who's interesting in helping yeah do we have someone or people we could direct them to? Like, what if, I don't know, someone calls me tomorrow and is like, yeah. hey, I, yeah, I actually for Scotia we, and I have $3 million. <laughs> like, who, what, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, we did have my, Scotia. We did have them and we want to keep them too. And, for and sure. For sure. I think. And I, I mean, I think like so many of our sponsors will continue to support mm-hmm. us because, I mean, they, they do it because they believe in yeah. in in our product like us as individuals and you know building a future for women you, hockey, you know but. i think that uh you you mentioned us pas like um liz me uh potentially anya that will join us too and, and alexis who's the co-chair of this cwhlpa or the former cwhlpa and i think that amongst us there's also uh, a group of like gms and a group of uh personalities that will be known and that 
basically will be the task force. Yes. And I think that directing those people towards us, uh, even if you direct it to me, I will send them to the right person that can For have sure. the conversation and, with. And maybe... And it's, it's not necessarily like... Uh, We're going to like talk business plan right away, but we're going to start the conversation. We're going to keep those conversations open and we're going to also educate the fact that what we want to do and is this fitting for you? Uh, can we, it, it needs to be the greatest marriage ever as far as like investors and us, yeah. you know, um, if you want it to last, it needs to somewhat have like a good fit foundation, yeah. and I have a great foundation, like you said. So us players too need on the 15 to establish what we truly want, where we're going. Like there's some stuff in the making and whatnot, but we need to all agree in a sense that majority will go. Can we wait till go. the 21st? When yeah. I'm when back. you're back, you know what? I'll Why call you that? while you're there, you know? Perfect. Yeah. I'll tune we'll, in. We'll, we'll tune you into the conference call that we, who knows what's going to happen. Like I don't have the plan of the timeline. No. And I mean, I think that that's fair to say though, Mel, like, If anyone is in, interested and whatnot, like send it to us, Liz, myself, Alexis, um, and even Danielle Savaggio is in the mix. Like we'll, we're talking we'll with some, big players. We'll put some contact information at the end of the episode just because I, I think that's important. Like I talked with Emma about it like Sunday night. I think you guys actually all three of you, all <laughs> of us were, were at my yeah. place uh, enjoying a, a, a Sunday cup. evening <laughs> after the great news. Yeah, having, having a beverage, but like... It's important, I think, for me, like as a player, that I know that we have sort of a, a group we could funnel info because my fear is that, yes, everyone's hyped up right now. Everyone has a lot of energy and wants to, to take action, but we got to make sure we're all pulling in the same direction. Absolutely. And, mm -hmm. you know, when we have s such a big group, I mean, we have 120 players and then countless volunteer staff um, who, who want similar things, we got to be able to like f funnel that to to individual or a group of individuals to help delegate because or else we're gonna either opportunities are gonna get lost because like someone's gonna be like hey i'm interested in helping and be like yes yes and then we the information doesn't get passed right. along or right. something it's like broken telephone so right and people get like uh like i said i you can't get impatient in a sense that you need to know that uh, the month of april will be a big one for all of us um Again, those investors can come our ways. And like I said, I will direct them to the right people. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. we have lawyers, we have people involved, we have things going on. We do need the support from the outsiders and people that do truly wants to be involved in women's hockey. And I want to mention too, like I keep saying women's hockey, but this is going to be good for like women's sports in general. Mm -hmm. It is not like, yeah, we're growing our game. But at the same time, like there's some people out there that do need to, you know, have that kind of, viewership or that kind of movement that needs to like help them as well too and i mm -hmm. think that we need like man woman's uh organization groups whatever it is come and support us it's mm -hmm. it's something that will you will want to be part of that's all like and you need to be patient and stick to the plan and stick to the process with us that's for sure let's not forget what we said on uh, sunday night mel <laughs> with the um when we were just battling ideas about what women's sports is to us we did mention like women's hockey it's hockey at the yeah. end of the day it's hockey so what's the difference like yeah. we never promote men's hockey nhl yeah. like it's just it's, it's, it's hockey. hockey hashtag it's hockey we want to make that trending. hashtag it's hockey or hashtag for the game it has mm. to happen yes. in a sense that don't don't feel like bad about it like don't like it's not we're not separating ourselves from anything like it's it's a game it's that needs to be game. developed exactly that's a great way to put it mm -hmm. 
it's could it be dinosaurs playing hockey for all we know <laughs> <That's> true, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> so i love how that's what she said sunday night so <laughs> i know i know it's like was fun <laughs> saf's birthday fell on like, an unfortunate i will always day. remember turning 26 25 was not as memorable maybe yeah. it could be the start, start the start of something great exactly i'm tom i'm will and we're the hosts of blasting off again a new pokemon podcast brought to you by the upward network we've decided to take on the task of watching through every episode of pokemon providing live commentary and in-depth analysis of everyone's favorite 90s dogfighting cartoon we're tackling the hard-hitting issues is brock racist was coughing the first ever suicide bomber what are the environmental implications of using pikachu to power a Building. Will Misty ever get her pipe back? Find out the answer to all these questions and more on Blasting Off Again. Available on the Upford Network, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts. We're, We're Blasting Off Again! again. Hi, I'm Howard Mitnick, host of Gateway Music. Join me as I talk with people about the artists and albums that changed their lives, and about the artists and albums that changed mine. Available on the Upford Network and wherever you get your podcasts. At the end of the day, it's just hockey. doesn't matter if it's men, women playing. It's hockey. It's for the game. And that's what we're here. And that's what we want to get trending. Obviously, now there's been a lot of talk about the NHL and their involvement. Uh, Karel, would you like to share, you know, what that could mean? Yeah, I mean, we're all dreaming of uh, somewhat of a format like the WNBA had, you know, with the NBA being able to to kind of like give them a back office and letting them start their league in a sense that they didn't really have expenses or they were supported by marketing uh, offices or agents and, and people were paid for it, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Safia, yeah, like Safia. media, everything, you, <laughs> you know? You lost those... your very tiny salary. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> you know, so so the dream of the NHL getting involved is, is it would be awesome. Yeah. Honestly, like, um, it would be great if they, they match our values, if they go about growing our sports and they do know that you know there's a return on investment that will come but won't come right away um and that's something to to have to listen to but it could come after five years if we do it right Mm -hmm. which is not long yeah and like like people don't understand like i don't want to make a million dollars no you know like i get it i get it like we don't have that viewership yet but i strongly and know that we could get to a huge band or fan base but it's like you said you got to invest initially and like i just want to be able to like live my life playing hockey do you know how much better the sport would be too you know how many insanely good players we lose every year who graduate ncaa and don't continue to play because a they're like "Uh, i don't know if i could manage it with work i don't live in a city that has a team it's really hard for me to move to a city like emma moved to montreal she doesn't speak french it's like hard to find a, a job yeah. on, on the side a job that doesn't like like that lets you have all your weekends off evenings and you know is comfortable with you spending some time playing hockey um so it's tough but like if we could have enough funding so people aren't worried about getting a job in a in a city with a team like the game's gonna be so much better because like women players are insanely good now like I thought I was good, and I know, like, half the NCAA is, like, way better than I am now, which pisses me off, but, like, <laughs> those girls, if those girls join our league, you know how much, like, better it's going to be? It's going to push everyone to be better. We lose players every year because they just, it's not financially viable to continue to right. play and, hockey. Mm-hmm. And you're going to love this. There's a, a little bit of a science behind it, too. Like, women's, in general, women's athletes or whatever athletes do peak later 
right? They do peak at what twenty eight to tell me the the years or whatever, I don't know, like twenty six to thirty five. I think yesterday. it is. Mm-hmm. And between twenty six and thirty five, there's nothing other than a pro league for them to perform into. So you're saying they're like much better than you were in the NCAA, but like. You come into the C-Dub and there's a step too. No, like for there's, sure. Sorry, time. in the prof- professional team there's a, or league, there's a step to like adjust and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it, the game's faster. I mean, you you're don't, taking all the top players. And I told Emma yesterday, I was like, the sad part is like, in my personal game, I feel like the most mature I've ever been. Like intellectually, you differently, you, like I feel like I'm a, a stronger player. But I was like, skill-wise, I don't know if I am because like in college, I was on the ice like, six times a week sometimes twice you know three of those days working on skills and stuff and now like unfortunately i'm only on the ice like two times a week for practice and it's practice it's not skills like i'm practicing as a defense so it's a lot of like mm -hmm. the similar movements and and stuff i'm like i don't know if i could like stick handle as well as i could in college because in college i would just do stick handling skills i don't have the time to do it we're somewhat lucky too because we implemented sea bass this year like i'm sorry that was insanely good like is the skills coach for the halves or i mean laval raquette like he's he's an amazing skills coach i mean emma you had to like you did how good is he the first <laughs> oh, year your face oh my gosh for me it's like not only did i take it up another gear this year mm-hmm. imagine we were on the ice as much as we were in varsity programs like you're on the ice all the time and if i was with Seabass every day yeah my game would be amazing <laughs> i think all poo. of ours i would I think all of us we got your secret mary yeah. mary phillip we found your secret no but yeah. i mean she's she's <laughs> I'm like, well, she's another level, but we <laughs> but could be no. like, we could be coming to her. Like, like you're elevating your game. Totally. Basically. The more time you put into something, the better you're going to get. And that's for anything in life. The other thing that I find is astonishing, obviously, and I think this happens in women's sports, but I've seen it firsthand in women's hockey, obviously, is players retiring when they're like 25. And it's not, you know, some players in any sport, man, woman, whatever, they retire because, you know, injury, whatever, life choices. But a lot of players, you know, female hockey players are retiring because it's just not financially viable. Or you're yeah. burnt out. Like, you're burnt I'm out. tired at the end of the season just from, like, working, working and, yeah. and just from being busy. <laughs> this, like, this past weekend, guys, that was, and Mel and I spoke, to, like, chatted about it. That was our first Saturday off. Like, first, we didn't know what to do. Like, what, <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what is there to do? So, like, not only, like, the, the league was, like, obviously facilitating the whole aspect of having a job yeah. and playing, which is amazing. And that's why we can do what we did, mm-hmm. uh, basically. And, and you know what? I'll do it again. Yeah. Like, like I would be right down. Right now, I'm not saying, like, oh, I need to be paid a living wage. No. Like, I'll do it again. We just need to, I want to build to something that could be like that. And a little bit improve. Even if, if we can give them, like, a decent salary that they have, like, part-time jobs. Like, mm-hmm, honestly, yeah. and I'm on days of practices, whatever, there is part-time jobs. There is, For like, sure, the yeah. ways to do it. And not working that crazy amount of hours or being, like, having to travel. And just not having the stress, especially, like, if someone wants to continue to play and like, let's say Montreal drafted them, they're like, okay, like, I'll go. Because I, I know either there'll be, like, the there's housing available or something. Like, I don't have to worry about paying rent. That would be nice. And then you that's just have the to Europeans like get, do, exactly. Right? And I think that's an attractive thing about those leagues is because like that's like the scariest part. It's like, can I survive? Like, will I have shelter if yeah. I continue to play hockey? I mean, mm-hmm. you go back to to, and I'm sorry, I'm going back to like 2017 here, but like uh, what they did on the U.S. side with like the equity and the, the battles to the boycott worlds and stuff. Like those girls are national players, okay, and they come out of university and they have to 
to figure it out how they will live in bigger cities. They have no money, no support, right? So technically, we're even in a worse shape graduating from the NCAA, not being a national players. And now we need to like, holy, like I have no support. I have zero, like my parents might be able to help me out, but like I need to, I need to junk. I mean, balance work, hockey. I don't want to quit, but yet like I personally took three years off. I took two. And it was like, because society was telling me that maybe playing for the CEDA wasn't really that great or that big of a deal. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, wait a minute. Like I went and got a a great job. I coached at Colgate university division one, um, enjoyed it. But my, the, I was missing something like Mm -hmm. the not playing. I wasn't ready to quit just yet. I wasn't Mm -hmm. ready. Sorry to retire would be the, the best way to put it. And at 20, I, you at know? 20, 20 yeah. well, I was a little bit older because uh, <laughs> I got the five years in there uh, due to an injury, not because I was slow at school. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Um, but like in that sense, like I'd love for a 23 years old woman to have an option after and an option that even the culture is telling you, go girl, mm-hmm. go and jump I at it, it yeah. and get drafted yeah. and do mm-hmm. your best in the NCAA because you know what? You have a chance to get drafted. Yeah, you totally. should be excited about it. Right. Like you know? we, and obviously time has changed too. I mean, like it's when I graduated, it was 2012. The mm-hmm. league was like recreated by in 2007. Right. So there's a little bit of a hype, but the bigger hype came when I joined in 2015. Les Canadiens were uh, put on the map. They were, mm-hmm. uh, the That's Habs we were. signed the deal with Montreal. Exactly. Yeah. So, so in that sense, like we created something already. It's, yeah. it, it was already better three years in between exactly. like yeah. my time and, and the time that people graduated you know and because growth doesn't have to be linear it can happen no. in big bursts and then you're flying and and honestly i Absolutely. i strongly like i think that like our like women's hockey would be like an exponential curve like i feel like if we could just get that initial investment in 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 time you know time financial and just like coverage we're gonna hit this peak where then we're just gonna take off and like I said, like our product will just speak for itself. Mm-hmm. Women's hockey, guys, is the fastest growing sport on earth. Yeah, right I now. think I think uh, like Ontario hockey had like fourteen thousand girls. Yeah, yeah. In, in Canada, we're year. at eighty thousand um, in like registration each year, and seventy thousand, seventy five thousand uh, registration in the U.S. too. We women's hockey, girls hockey, um, are keeping the registration on level, if not higher than whatever it was with the boys because a lot of them are quitting or not well, registering in hockey because it's yeah. a tough sports too let's be honest it's it's an expensive sports for families yeah. too. for sure it is it but is like a, a little growing, bit of an elitist sport like yeah we're not gonna blanket that no and and that's that's an issue we face that's fine but even through that that fact and everything we still grow we still like women's hockey's registrations are like going and flying up. and i'd like to i'd like to think it's because people see us yeah like if i would have had the opportunity to go see a CWHL game. You know how happy I would, like, just to know, oh, my God, there's someone that looks like me that's doing, that continues to do something? Because we all know, like, women drop out of sport in high school a lot, and that's just a social issue of, you know what I mean? Like, Perceptions. Yeah, women Mm -hmm. can't play sports, whatever. But, you know, the fact that we were that outlet for for young girls to be like, hey, she did it, I can do it, and I'm going to do it better, And and, Mm -hmm. you know? And that brings me to... Have you guys seen the Carly Campbell tweet? Oh, my God. 
I'm sorry. I'm gonna bring emotion here I a little was bit. Say, no, I was almost in tears. But that, that was... tweet to me uh, at Carl's Camp or whatever, and or Twitter is. But it yeah, was amazing. It, it mm-hmm. was all about the younger girls. Obviously, a little poem, and then at the end, just a, a strong line of like, "We're gonna be back for you." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, don't don't quit on us. We're gonna be back for yeah. you. Don't quit on your dreams. You know. And I think that. People like throughout the years have been like, there's such a movement with like female being the, the female boss, that like female everything right now. And yeah. the movement is there and we need to take it. Go ahead and take yeah, us so, away uh, with that one. So it's Carly Campbell's Twitter. It's at Carl's, C-A-R-L-Z Campbell. Um, and just, just poem's read, yeah. Dear Little Girl. You want to do it? I don't. You want me to read the whole thing? It's, it's not that long. Or okay. read the last. Dear Little Girl. I went back for you to bring you into a world of strong women and to show you that anything is possible. Dear little girl, I went back for you so that you could be part of a family that has carved the way so that you can grow up to be what you want to be. Dear little girl, I went back for you to surround you with women who never quit or bend at the sight of pressure. Dear little girl, I went back for you so that you can witness unity in times of success and in times of struggle. Dear little girl, I went back for you. Dear little girls, we will be back for you. I mean, amen. I have shivered, like goosebumps. I think we should give a disclaimer that she actually was playing in the Toronto Furies and had to leave in order to obviously have her child. But then she ended up coming back. And that's kind of why she refers to that the entire time. And then her and the... Her, her husbands were in Montreal every time the little baby yeah. was dressed up. All like the time. I, she is an amazing trooper, if I can say that. Yeah. Like I mean, we all know that leaving a sport and obviously starting your family is one of a, mm-hmm. the best reason, if I can say so. Um, but then to come back and be able to like perform like she did, like that's the story and of our come sport. Back, and that's why we we all come back. Yeah, that's the we're, story of our like, sport. It's tiring working, being we love a parent. It. But we, we love it. A, it's a sport we love, but we we see that we need to be here for the, the next generation. Yeah, I mean, we've had this discussion a few times, and I, I, I've said that to you, Mel. Like, if all of us, non-Olympians, were retiring altogether, or we retired from, like, a little earlier, maybe two years ago, a year ago, whatever, like, the sport would go nowhere. And without being rude or anything like they like the olympians like are with us too and they say that all the time it's and just the, the balance, reality of it really yeah and mm-hmm. and and you know we're coming back he said it like we're coming back for the right reasons and we need people to embark with us for the right reasons you know yeah. and and i just i can't stop thinking that it's gonna happen like i'm i have like i'm so the nervousness is not there i'm so serene about it like it's like something's gonna happen it's just like in what format and if that's the nhl like investing in us yes but like you said it needs to be with the values we uphold as players and as an organization like it it can't we can't just be like hijacked um in a sense like if we're it's gonna be it should it has to be a partnership and and, you know someone said it in the media too like uh, batman and the owners are there to make money right and then that's the majority or the the main um goal too like you you're investing you're you're doing you're putting your money in there for for those reasons yeah, but then I if mean, you can have that little side of a a heart in a sense if i can take that away and go with it and say mm-hmm. you know what i'm gonna I'm, you know what i'm the wife of so and so and i want to help 
And it's just, you got to see the value in, and as in, a man, in having representation. Absolutely. But look it's at, good for society yeah. that women don't feel oppressed and, and, to be an athlete. And look at like any of these guys that play in the NHL and whatnot. How many of them are having little girls? Yeah. How mm -hmm. many of them are like having like powerful wives that are like I doing mean, everything and influencers and, and that want to get involved? I mean... Can we create something for your daughters? Ty Domi came into the our locker best room. Speech I've had after we lost the Clarkson Cup, which is a shout is out like, to Ty Domi, by the way. Yes, we thank should. you. It was just like we're emotional because we just lost, and unfortunately, our locker room was adjacent to Calgary, so we could hear them celebrating, which was very tough. But Ty Domi came in our locker room just to give us a word of wisdom and basically like the gist of his story was like i have two girls like i'm a parent i go watch max i go watch your games like in in montreal and like it's it's been a joy to see the growth of women's hockey he's like i you know i want you guys to be able i want you guys to continue to yeah. fight because you guys deserve you know a place really yeah and then he, he was like I don't know if you guys remember, but he got choked up a little, yeah, and he was saying, and like, you know, I'm thinking Ty Domi, the, the, the fighter. top fighter, <laughs> like, little, we hated him, right? Because I was yeah. a Habs fan, so I didn't like the Toronto <laughs> Maple Leaf back then. But in that moment, he's sitting there and he's telling us all this, and um, how when he comes to Montreal, comes to see our games too, and we're like, wow, okay, cool, like, yeah, we saw you won like a few games, and on top of it, he just looks at us and he's like, you guys bring me back to why we're playing in the beginning like yeah. and he's like i want you guys to feel like that pro-life too like you're playing you're passionate about it you're loving it so much that you keep on playing and that's why women's hockey needs to grow and become even bigger you deserve it and he just sat there and, and was telling us like those words and I, i'm like and he's getting choked up teary eyes like all like he stopped talking for a bit and then comes back to it i mean the support is there like Yeah. He is the best like example of it yeah. all. You know, yeah. I had no idea he came into the locker room. Oh, That's yeah, he asked. He asked. If yeah, because like, I was just about to leave to like yeah go see my parents, and they were like, "Oh, can you sit down?" Ty Domi would like to come in the locker. Ty Domi wants to come. And then we're people are like, "Wait, what? Like what?" And then I'm like, "Well, yeah, tell him he can come or like." And I didn't expect like I didn't know what he was gonna say. Yeah, I didn't. Honestly, I didn't think I didn't think it was gonna be. I didn't think he was going to take that direction. And I think that shows the emphasis of what our sport is. Because he could have just came in, tough loss, or tough, or, wow, I can't speak, <laughs> tough loss, you know. But we all grow he, from he chose those, to take that moment to speak about the women's hockey, the entire yeah. sport. Mm -hmm. Right. Not, mm -hmm. hey, good game, like, too bad Calgary won. Yeah, like, he could have, that's all he had to do. But, like, yeah. he, he saw the importance in motivating us and giving us that validation yeah. that he, he saw it through and through like he understood mm -hmm. why we're doing it and that's then, honestly really refreshing to hear because you don't hear that very often i think it's because they don't know yeah. i think it's 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 honestly they think we're getting paid they think we're having mm -hmm. the life they're having good things are coming like we, we the patience of it all is going to be a virtue man <laughs> ladies yeah, like people are like like i said throwing bombs yesterday with the end of they're like sending things people are going everywhere yeah hey calm down i guess to be honest with you all the players are going one way and you should follow it yeah mm -hmm. i like the facts we can tell you right now as players is this a did not see it coming b we all found out sunday via conference call c all we we're told is non-viable economic model nwhl board has agreed to expand we don't know what that means we're not 
making any choices yet. NHL would be cool, but what in whatever facet the next thing is, it has to be a partnership, something that aligns with our values as players. For and both, then, for, and I would say aligns with our, our things for both and um, and NHL. Yeah, no, too. like yeah. if there are options or for whatnot, sure. like yeah. the option that we'll choose will have to align. Like whatever's going to yeah. be best yeah. for yeah. the, we will the little it. girls who want to play. That's what I mean. Professionally, we, we will choose it. For You're, me, to put it into simplest forms, like us as women hockey, women's hockey players, we have always fought for women's hockey, but right now we're fighting to even get on the ice. And yeah. if that's going to make it any easier for the girl that's coming up next. That's all we have. We've done our job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's like we always have been fighters for this sport. But whether or not we're making it easier, that's what we need to figure out if it's going to align with Mm -hmm. what the future of women's hockey deserves. Just a strong foundation. And finally, world championship. That's where the attention needs to be at. Let's go to that now. (laughs) We've got, uh, I believe, over 19 to maybe 20 athletes from the C-Dub. We've got... Maybe 12 or a little bit more, 15 maybe potentially from the NWHL that are playing there. So those are... NCAA. And guess what? Those are actually pro players now. You know, they are pro players and we're supporting all pro players because we stand together Mm -hmm. as a group. And I think that the focus needs to go to them because they're playing on the highest possible stage right now yeah and have, it's gonna be insane to watch i can't wait there's 10 teams france is in the mix now and i, I don't know if you guys recall but we had two french, yep, two french player for les canadiens last year that are going to be performing at worlds in the division one for the first time ever um and again they need to do well because they need to not finish last let's be honest because we want them at the olympics in a in a few years and, and you know that that's showing the jump just hockey in france yeah. like moving up a whole division that's amazing like so proud of them but yes yeah. it's world championships right now in finland game start game start april 4th tournament lasts until april 14th that's right mm-hmm. and uh we will be having some uh events here and there yeah. and uh, let's hope the movement keeps on going and the follows uh, keeps on focusing on the right things. and if you want to help first thing you can do is watch those games yep hashtag it's hockey <laughs> hashtag for the game i like it emma yeah i have one more question yeah with regards to the media storm that's happening with all the speculation in your opinions what are the questions that people should be asking whether it's media whether it's public at this stage that is a great question cax since you've been getting all the interviews what would you like someone to ask you or are you or what is something you're getting tired of asking, being asked? <laughs> yeah. I think that uh, a lot of the questions have been directed, well, since yesterday, have been directed towards, um, what about the end dub? Like, w- w- it, that's the quick, that's the solution. Like, what, what do you think of that? What do you think of that statement? And um, I think that we need to take the focus a little bit off of, like, the quick solution. Like, as I mentioned it maybe a little bit earlier. Um, but questions that are going towards... Um, maybe what the next plans are uh what are what are you guys like planning on doing and honestly the great answers are on april 15 we will actually meet up and get all the players on the same page and we'll have more answers for you guys the media right now needs to be patient and needs to be very careful with what kind of information is coming at them i think that we will be there to clarify uh where we stand what's going on and we will do it as much as we can so that they feel informed too i think that the media is our ally right now it's Mm -hmm. not like us against them and i want them to feel that way too for sure um their questions are going to be 
good and we're going to answer them the way we can answer them and that's something that sometimes you know there's topics that you can't really push because we don't have the information or we don't have the answers for sure but then focus on the movement focus on what we're trying to be doing focus on hockey focus on women's hockey and lastly right now i'd love for them to focus on worlds i mean if you have any questions that i can i can come up with too I, i'd love to like help out no i mean i think like we, we just don't have answers right now i mean a good question could just be like what do you want as a player right and you know what i mean like yeah i want to i want to place to be able to grow as a player as an individual but i do want to make sure that this place is sustainable because i don't want someone to tell me that my business model is not sustainable anymore after two years mm-hmm. i think that that's one main thing i think that also emma you mentioned it like we want it to be better for the girls coming up right so uh we're gonna have to focus on the next generations you know and lastly i'd love to play next season You know, I'd I'd love to. Let's be honest, and yeah, all of us would like, love to have that. I, I'm going to continue to work out as if I'm playing right now. Yeah, so. and I I think that's the best thing we need to do. Like, take it like you're playing next season mm-hmm. because we're gonna push. We're gonna play. We're gonna play. Like if knowing Some, the girls play. we have in our locker room, when I look left to right and the amount of strength they all have, there's no way that this isn't going to be a positive thing in the future, you know. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try and crack the roster, guys. So just <laughs> Yes, Safia. Safia's trying out. First there. step, I'm going to learn how to I skate. fully know, support you in this what happens in three months. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I mean, focus, is on, focus it needs to be uh, on the right things. And then I mentioned it, but that's huge to me, is media. Don't try to get the quick fix. Try to like see the bigger picture. Exactly. Ask me about the bigger picture and I will talk about it nonstop. And you know what? I could tell you how you could be involved in the bigger picture. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And then, exactly. you know, reach out. Like, I'm all over, like, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, there's things that we can do. There's conversation we can start to have. And there's people I can get you in contact with as well. So investors, people that care about women's hockey, um, come to the table and see what you, you can do for us in a way. And and come meet us. Absolutely. Get to know us. Like, like figure out or like get to get get to see our reality like understand what and just how amazing people like i was telling emma like we're all highly educated women mm-hmm. too it's incredible <laughs> the number of times cool. media do interview with you guys like any single one of you and they're like oh my goodness they are all such great talkers i was like well yeah uh, yeah we <laughs> I mean, just all survived school yeah. we work we interact with a lot of people these are some yeah. of the most yeah. eloquent human beings i've ever been around mel and i uh, <laughs> did this quick interview with uh, salut bonjour and uh, danielle uh, Wow. what's his name oh Daniel, uh, it was uh daniel melanson yeah daniel yeah. melanson awesome uh guy and he just like they mentioned it during the show by the way and the lady goes i'm pretty sure they have more education than the entire nhl <laughs> 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 you have a master's i have my master's you know like we're going places in a sense and yeah. they were just like was like an aerospace engineer yeah like we, she's building it. jet engines i can't help but think of the word like empowering every time i step Abs- in the dressing you know room what? Like, like empowering will be the next move for hockey for mm-hmm. women's hockey yeah. for sports mm-hmm. women's mm-hmm. sports needs to be empowered and that's going to be leaders. our movement we are the future leaders politicians doctors like not only that we're hockey players it's amazing exactly you guys are kind of like the most well-rounded humans <laughs> you think about it like i mean one day we hope to get to a point where 
you know, obviously, yes, education is important. But if you want to play hockey earlier and to keep developing your skills and getting in on that earlier, then you should be able to. Because that's the thing. Like, hockey, there's a shelf life. Mm -hmm. Like, my body's not going to hold up forever playing hockey. But my mind, like, I could be working whatever employee for the rest of my life doing other things that i'm passionate about but physically my body can't hold up so if we could provide the opportunity for for women to be like yes i'm gonna play hockey professional life till i can you know that Mm -hmm. let's say it's 35 let's say it's 40 who knows yeah and then after that you could go explore other facets i think i can speak i think i can speak for most varsity athletes for female varsity athletes i should say in saying that i'm so unsatisfied when i finish my varsity career I was like, I want to keep going. This can't be the end. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and that's why we need a platform like the CWHL. Something better now. So, yeah. So, it's not the end. So, that, like, you don't have to look at your male counterparts and they're like, I'm going to go play in Europe. Then I'm playing this league. I'm going to play that league. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have some fun. And, you and know? you know, to kind of, like, talk about all these points you guys brought up, like, we don't want this to happen in 10 years. No. Mm-hmm. This, no. this is happening. Waiting. You know what? This is happening. We were working on a slow change. The, we got the slap in the face that told us to, hey, here's your new reality, deal with it. And now the NWHL is having a new reality too. Like I said, like they, they might lose their jobs if we decide to go there or however we will do. So our reality is now combined. We mm-hmm. players need to step up and it's going to happen way quicker than we think. I'm think- like it's a year, a two year thing. Like it's not people like don't be like, oh yeah, you have time. It's happening. It's happening well, right now. It started. And you know? and we're going to make it happen. Like, on the conference call, they said, oh, there's hope. And, like, you know, when it, one door closes, another one opens. And I told you, I'm like, not always, but I could tell you I'm going to fucking kick that door down. I'm going to make will. a door. And run right through yeah. it, and it's going to be a garage door by the time I get I'm through gonna that I'm going to be thing. Kool-Aid man <laughs> through the wall. Let me tell you, like, <laughs> listen, we have the people, we have the right people in place, and more people will come and, and tag along, too, once the the world is, is, is over. Um I mean, women's hockey world's <laughs> championship <laughs> is over. And um, what I want to people to know is just that we are moving and you, you should come. You should come on board. Like, get with us. Mm-hmm. Um, things will change and we need to be happy. It's uncertain and it's exciting. Yeah. And that's yeah. what we need to be. If you want to know on. one thing, it's going to be exciting and it's going to yeah. be something to look for. This yeah. is not the end. This is just the beginning of something new and yeah. exciting. And we have the ability to do what we want. We so, will be back. Yeah, we will be back. We will be back. And I think it's on that stronger. note, I want people to enjoy worlds. I want people to keep talking. And yeah. I want to thank you guys for being here. Thank you for having us. I want to thank you so much. This was amazing. <laughs> this was a Welcome. Great, great little morning. And, and who knows? Who knows? Like, I have to go back to Cali for work. But next week, if there's more to say, the podcast is back free to anyone who wants to talk about it. You want to call in? We hey, can, let's we take can patch calls. I love let's that. Take calls. Can call I be back? Friend. I mean, I'm saying let's take calls, but can I be back? I want to. Like, no, this for is sure. Amazing. Like, we could definitely, like, while I'm gone, Safson, Cax, Emma... Uh, whoever whoever else wants to come on you guys could give an update because at least this is a outlet that well we control <laughs> true very yeah. true That's i like very it well said thanks for listening if you like the show rate and review us on apple podcasts and stitcher and share this episode with a friend it's the best way for the show to grow follow us on twitter at last stretch pod at mel the rock at saps underscore on the go our theme music is by james blonde you can find their music for sale at jamesbond.ca 
This show is produced and edited by Tom Zalatni for the Upford Network. Find out about all of the great shows at our network at upfordnetwork.com. Smell you later.